Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. the interview segment that i keep saying that we hope you can't get enough of the aftermath presented by the radio show atl is back on the air you got easy m16 hanging out with you easy what's up man how you feeling man what's good man uh you know i don't know i was about to say something really random but everything's good how are you oh doing okay doing okay you know just sitting here you know shooting the breeze having a little small talk and speaking of small talk yeah, it worked now well, anyway, speaking of small talk, we're speaking to the ladies from the Small Talk podcast, Brittany and Asia. All right. They are just a wealth of knowledge on many different subjects. So we just want to have a conversation with Easy. How you feel about talking to Brittany and Asia? I'm looking forward to it. You know, getting to know them a little bit better. Uh, they have a great podcast out. So really looking forward to getting to know them better and uh, seeing what the show is all about. Absolutely. So let's not leave the audience in suspense. Let's bring them in and let's have that conversation. You are now listening to The Radio Show. I don't have road rage. I just don't like when people get in the left lane and do the speed limit. Nigga, if you're going to get in this lane, you got to accept the risk that you could potentially get a ticket. <laughs> That's what this lane is for. You're listening to The Radio Show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we got the radio show, ATL, The Aftermath. We're back on the air with another great interview, and we got the ladies from the Small Talk Podcast. We got Asia and Brittany with us. Ladies, thank you so much for taking time to come on the show. We definitely appreciate it. Thank hey, you. Hey, Hey, hey. All right, so we're going to, you know, dive into, you know, you guys' story, your pod, how you came about and everything. Just get to, you know, get to know you and everything. So I guess starting with the top, like, can you um, ladies talk about how you met you know, became friends, you know, that whole relationship and what led that into, I guess, putting that on that friendship on display and deciding to do a pod. <laughs> Asia, you want me to take it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Britt. <laughs> okay, so Asia and I have a very unique story. We met um, in grad school. Actually, we were both studying social work. We're both therapists. Um, the crazy part is, though, we didn't meet like at the beginning of grad school, right? So we had like all the same classes, everything together. We sat, but we, it was just like, hey, girl, all right, then bye. Um, because in Miami, 
black people are like sprinkled in the classes. So she was just the other black girl in the class, right? So it was like, all right, see you over there. Um, and then actually our last, what was it? Our last like two semesters, we last had a project or something. Yeah, we had a project or something together. Um, and then we instantly, instantly hit it off. Um, unfortunately, and fortunately for us, COVID smacked us, right? Like at graduation. Um, mm-hmm. So we had to like switch to online everything and like even communicating, doing classwork and all this other stuff. So that actually led to us like getting closer and kind of bonding and talking about different things. And I'm like, yo, we should start a podcast. Um, And we just picked up the, (laughs) really, we just picked up our laptops one day, grabbed some microphones, and we just talked about so many different things um, that were happening individually in our own lives. Um, and decided to kind of just broadcast it out to the world. So that's how we developed and and started the the small talk podcast. That's that's cool because like you know, like in college, like I remember when I was in college, and like you know, at first there's like a bunch of us, right? Like y'all know grad school, it's only two years, but like I'm just remembering like my four years and like freshman sophomore year it was like everybody we were all around and then all of a sudden junior and senior here year hit and you're like damn you can start counting out how many black people are in your classes as you're getting closer so yeah. like were were you like like yeah i'm not gonna you know do the stereotype and just be friends with the only other black girl in the class was that like the reason why you guys didn't click right away or was it just kind of like you were just like you know just going about your thing and you know uh should i share my truth (laughs) (laughs) please share your truth brit do i know your truth you probably don't know my truth sis yeah i don't think i know this because he's absolutely right i was like i'm not gonna do that and it was no shade it was no shade but i was like they people are people have an expectation of like the black kids kind of sticking together right yeah already gonna partner with her so I was skeptical. I was skeptical to like go with her, to work with her. And then I, I low-key didn't know your work ethic. So I'm like, the white girl over here, I know she getting A's and B's. So I'm going to just partner with her <laughs> so I can get through this program. But but like, it's no shade, right? It's just like, it wasn't because of Asia. It was just because of like the stereotypes, right? Like, it's just like, I'm just not about to do this, right? Like, because yep. I kind of felt that same way too. Like even in grad school too, it was like, Oh man, I, I just met a black guy with the same age. You got the same, mm-hmm. you know, things alike, and it's like, damn, like he cool, like damn, like you know what, effort, like I, oh well, you know, just it is what it is, yeah. you know. Dang, Brit, yeah. I didn't even know that. I'm learning We're new up here, things. Up here breaking news and whatnot. We'll take hey. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let me ask you, ladies, this about okay. So you decided to do the pod because a lot of people, you know when it's talk about taking a leap of faith and just go ahead and doing it, people talk about it, but y'all just went ahead and just, like Brittany said, you, you brought your laptops and just boom, you went ahead and did it. So what's been the most rewarding uh, part like so far? Like, has it been an episode that really was like, Hey, we really did that on that one. Or maybe you heard something that was supposed to like, you were putting out there to help the audience or help the audience get through something. you like, that really helped me out. Like what's been the most rewarding thing so far? Um, I'll say what, what it has been for me. I think just the collaborations that we've been able to do with people um, that like, I know in the beginning, I thought it was just gonna be Britt and I doing our little 15 minutes off and on. 
Um, but I think being able to collaborate with people and build like true friendships with folks in the pod from podcasting into like real life for me that's been like super super impactful. And I think just the friendship that I have with Britt, like she's my sister. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't it was like she was my friend. You know when we first started podcasting together, but over time it's like nah, that's my sister for real. So I think just the bond. Oh, <laughs> um, I'd say the same thing. De definitely the, the collaboration piece um, has been beneficial. I say it all the time or we say it all the time, like podcasting for us is very therapeutic. It gives us an opportunity mm -hmm. to meet different individuals and get, gain different perspectives. Um, I'd also like to, to just highlight sometimes we talk a lot about, I think as as in our lane of work, like as therapists, we give all this stuff and we hear all these people's problems all day. But when we're actually like bringing up a topic and kind of giving it from our perspectives, because you're, you're not necessarily supposed to give advice during therapy, but on the podcast, we kind of like hear each other and then we give each other advice. And it was like a real aha moment um, in certain episodes. So just kind of playing it back after we record an episode and just taking in what we actually said. I, sometimes I'm like, "Ooh, Asia, girl, you really dropped a gem for real!" Like it hit, it hits home, um, and you're not just saying things to say them because you're supposed to say them. Like you're having real, mm -hmm. authentic conversations. So that's been good. Nice, and it is authentic conversation. You can see it when listening and and watching that it's this is not anything that's made up. It's you know, it's it's genuine. It's coming from a good place. All right, so the two lovely faces that you're looking at right there, that's Brittany and Asia. They're a small talk podcast, all right? So the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, just wherever you get podcasts, they're available on that. And you can follow them on Instagram at just underscore small talk. Easy, do you have something else for Brittany and Asia? So what would what would you ladies say is like, like if you had to give like a, like the purpose of the show, right? Like what would you say is the purpose of the show? And has it changed from when you guys first started, like what you intended it to be versus like what it is now? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, you want to you go, Asia? Yeah, uh, I think in the beginning, it really was just like Britt and I just having just having small talk, right? Like it was, we would just have these really great conversations with each other. And it was like, yo, we, we can knock this out. Like let's all right, pause the conversation in real life. We're just gonna hit record and keep and keep the conversation going. Um, but I think over time, it's really become a therapeutic space, right? So it's not just us talking about just our own lives or just what's going on in, in the world or just having fun really, but it really is about creating a space to be vulnerable. What does that mean, right? being able to take a therapeutic approach to um, and have the therapeutic like nuance, right? To current events, to what us as everyday folks, what we deal with as with whatever uh, journey of life that we're on. Cause Britt and I have two different journeys that we're on, right? Like single, no kids, that's me, Britt married with children, right? And so being able to bring that perspective to um, with a therapeutic lens, just to like everyday life. Would you say that with you guys' background in it was social work, right? That's what you got. That was, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, would you say your background in that gives you guys an advantage? Like when you're talking to your guests or like when you're, you know, creating the content for your podcast, because like, I mean, you guys got to know the ins and outs of people, their personalities, like you guys like 
have to know and like hear everything to help them. Right. So do you think you guys are kind of at an advantage when you're creating content because you kind of know all aspects of people? Um, what you think? I, I say I say yes. I say yes and no because we never fully know what we're gonna get from folks. Right. <laughs> right? We, we've been surprised by a couple of people that we were like, Lord, please just get us through this episode, okay? Um, but I but I 16, do I'm sure we can relate. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Many interviews as you guys have done, I'm sure you've had some some hiccups where you're like, man, you know, <laughs> let's just get through this. But it, it also helps us kind of understand what we want to bring to our our listeners and our viewers and what they enjoy, um, because we don't like to have the same things. I think when we first started off, we just kind of created topics as they came. Um, we wanted to, everybody talks about relationships, and that's very, very easy to kind of throw in your two cents. Everybody talks about them, right? But when we started bringing in like mental health things, because it's our lane of work, we definitely um, used our careers to our advantage. And then kind of that also helped pick out, like weed out the folks that we wanted on our episodes that could relate to certain topics based mm -hmm. on like either listening to their previous podcasts or just knowing them personally, um, would they be a good fit or not? So I'd, I'd say we'd use that to our advantage for sure. Well, uh, when you guys went into grad school, obviously you guys were probably there for two different reasons. I'd love to hear why you guys decided to get into that field and to do the work that you guys are doing. Go ahead, Yusha, take it away. Well, let me tell you, just kidding. <laughs> well, it kind of is that deep. So I'm originally from Jersey. Um, I'm not, I'm not from Florida where Britt and I, Britt and I, we both went to grad school in Miami. But for me, it was like twofold, right? So like, it was time for me to get out of Jersey. And I'm the type that I just kind of up and move, i.e. how I'm in North Carolina now, right? And so um, I'm the one I just kind of bounce around a lot. But what really got me in the work was I was a mentor for youth in foster care. And at the time, I did not know what social work was. When I was in undergrad, we didn't have social work as a major. Um, but I always knew I wanted to work with systems involved youth, right? And so when I ended up, I had a job, I was a mentor and a lot of the, the kids that I was mentoring, they had like, oh my goodness, it was a crisis after crisis after crisis. I came to find out in my exit interview that they were giving me all of the quote unquote clinical cases. So they had multiple diagnoses, all this stuff. I did not know what to do with it. So like, I think my first or second day on the job, I had like, I ended up having to call the crisis line a whole world that I just didn't know. And, and it got to a point where I was like, I need to do something. I need to be able to at least, I want to be able to actually help and make a difference. Um, and then I had a conversation with my boss at the time. And I was like, how are you doing therapy? Like you're a social worker. And she was like, yeah, like social workers can be therapists too. And I was like, oh, I thought y'all just like take kids and stuff. And she was like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No, yeah, we yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. And so then I was like, so what do you do? Like, how did you get to that? And she said, well, I'm a clinical social worker. And so I said, okay. So I looked at a bunch of different programs. Miami had a really strong clinical um, social work program. And I said, okay, cool. I want to get into the trauma world, the crisis world. Um, and that's what I'm in. I, I do cri uh, crisis, trauma, grief. That's my specialization. Nice. Total opposite. Total opposite. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did not want any of those things. I did not. <laughs> I So funny enough, um, usually when you graduate with your MSW, you take a licensure exam and that, you know, helps you get your licensing and then you become a therapist and do all these things. I didn't want my license. I didn't want it. I didn't need it. I didn't want to be a therapist. Um, to be honest, I currently hold a, a director position in child welfare, and that has always been my thing. So for me, when I started grad school, it was, okay, in order to keep you know, at this leadership le level that I'm at, of course, a lot of positions you have to have your master's degree. I lucked out and was able to obtain the, the position with a bachelor's, but if I wanted to move, I needed sure. to have a master's degree. So when I went in, I was like, yo, I'm just here to just get this out of the way. Like, I don't, I don't care about none of this stuff. I just want to do my child welfare. I am the, the person that removes kids from home, like she said, said right? <laughs> um, but, you know, when you do your clinicals towards the end and we started like actually having to deal with real life clients and interviewing skills and all these trauma and crisis intervention stuff that we had to create treatment plans. I kind of, I kind of got into it. Um, and even now, like as transitioning, you know, after graduation, I find myself doing a lot more of relationship things. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards the marriage counseling uh, and, and family counseling part of it, but I can, I can a hundred percent assure you that I did not start school with that intention. I just wanted the degree and to bounce up out of there. I still haven't, never mind. I can even share that, but no, yes, no, no. Well, I'm going to share it. No, I'm going to share it. I'm going to say, say it. So basically what Britt is not saying, and I'm putting it on the air, is that <laughs> she still has not taken, she still needs to take her licensure exam. She just needs to I take respect what, 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 what field are y'all in? Like what? What what are y'all up? To? Uh 16s in HR. I can let him speak for himself, but um oh, I'm just that's about the that's about the gist of it. HR, um grown uh human grown babysitting is really what it is, doing <laughs> the things that people could just do for themselves. But <laughs> like we we're learning a whole bunch of stuff uh like about what you have to go through to be in the field that you're in. Like this is taking a turn that I didn't know it was gonna take, but it's like very interesting to know about how that works because some people just feel like oh well i could just i'm, I'm qualified to just uh, give advice or qualified to do this i'm like no you kind of gotta like go to school and mm -hmm. you know there are things involved in that you can't just because just you're giving your cousin a little bit of advice on something or <laughs> you feel like you know because you didn't watch you know dr phil or some shit like that you don't know what you're doing yeah but like, like to the 16th point like about like I like honestly, like you hear social work and that's all you think about is like, oh, that's the that's the person that pulls up in the Crown Vic with the cops and takes the kids away. Like that's you know, I've never heard of clinical social work before. So that's that's a first for me. I knew that you had like, you know, therapists and like psychiatrists and all that, but like that that's cool. Like that's mm -hmm. that's another like level to it that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, social workers can almost do any and everything, to to be honest, like in every in every, even in the corporate space, sometimes they'll bring in like a clinical social worker instead of like a psychologist sometimes, right? And so even like being, so if somebody did wanna give advice to their cousin, you know what I mean? They could take the life coaching route, right? Which which some people end up doing. And so social workers are just like infiltrating all the fields, to be honest. 
That's yeah, something. I mean, like it just it kind of goes with everything people related if you think about yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. You know, of all mm-hmm. ages. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Does, does your HR department need a social worker, a clinical social worker? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I should be saying this on there, but I'm gonna say I'm like, bro, I'm so far checked out. I don't know what we need no more. But you know, we're making it work. <laughs> I figured just for your well-being. Because you know you got some, <laughs> I ain't gonna go all out. I ain't gonna take them down through that. But you know, yeah. just for your well-being, you know, I just want to yeah. make sure you okay. Yeah, who who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm just what 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 March on this say? I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's what that is. I'm here. Yeah. All right, good to go. That's that's about it. With but um, I guess sort of pivoting back into um talking about I guess the 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 podcast with you ladies as far as. A lot of times stuff like this, it takes motivation, um, you know, to do it. Some days, you know, you're feeling this. Some days you're not feeling it. Are there any shows that are out there? That's whether they're um, in the podcast realm where I guess you would consider amateur podcasts or people on the rise or national shows. Are there any shows that like inspire you to sort of do what you do? Like you saw, hey, I like the way they do this. or they talk about that. Are there any of, a, of those out there for y'all? Um. I think, you know, I want to give a shout out to like our followers and our people that support us. Um, I don't think I don't think we've come across a podcast yet that that's like this sucks. (laughs) I don't want to hear none of their stuff. Um, A lot of it's good to have a lot of different people um generate like, you know, their their own personal ways of doing things. For example, uh, Actually, when did this start, Asia? I want to say COVID, really. We started sitting, we collaborated with um, a podcast, Millennials Versus the World. I'm not sure if you all know this. Um, Keenan, shout out to Keenan. And he started bringing us on randomly. He would like do lives all the time. And he would say, oh, he would call us and be like, we don't know him from Can of Paint. He would say, hey, y'all want to jump on? I'm just going to have X, Y, and Z. And every single time we popped on, it was with new faces. Didn't Sometimes it didn't work, right? Because some personalities don't necessarily mix. But most of the time it did. Um, and what we got out of that, uh, we it actually stuck. There was, a, there was a group. It was six of us. It actually stuck. And right now we are officially the Monday Night Crew, um, where you can check us out every other Monday on Millennials versus the World podcast, where we live stream um every other monday but that that was over the course of we're in 2023 it started in 2020 so like three years of doing that consistently um i think that kept us motivated because let me tell you season six for us it just finished and we were about to throw in the towel but we so many people were asking like oh you guys came back and then us seeing our podcast friends kind of generate new spaces and do cool things, you know, with this whole AI and all this other stuff that's going on. We're like, why not? So it, it, it helped um, boost our motivation definitely to keep going and to continue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. Cause uh, sometimes uh, doing this can have peaks and valleys. And then also um, you gotta like, I guess, watch out for yourself that you don't get burned out. Cause you can certainly fry yourself, you know, having your, hands and too many different things it can it can definitely do that to you so i mean hell 16 you know i say it all the time even the talk shows take breaks right you know yeah <laughs> you know even the talk shows take like a little you know yeah, hiatus you got a, a few yeah, months to just run the reruns until they get back into the studio so yeah you, know, you gotta take a second to to recharge those batteries and then um 
asking about that as far as and we might have touched we we'll sort of touched on it a little bit but like okay so everybody has their their different way of doing things when they're running their own show um what does like show prep look like for y'all i mean it's a lot of research involved in it. i mean you you are two experts it's not like you're oh we wonder what it's like to be in our field you're legitimate experts at what you do but sometimes maybe you talk you want to dive into a subject that you're not really i don't know versed in what does the show prep um look like for you and does that determine the topic for the day sometimes depending on what you want to research so we actually have like um <laughs> i love that we're like real life friends right because there will be times when we might be having a conversation or we might just start you know thinking of things on our own that like i might think of something that i do want brit's opinion on or i might have seen a podcast or um or somebody that that we've partnered with in the past and i'm like oh okay, no, we got to have them on. And then we will sometimes create the episode around bringing them in. Um, but Britt and I, we have a long shared note section, like a long one. And we just keep, anytime we think of something, we, we'll just type in like, and it will just be like a random something, right? Like unpopular opinions. And then we won't actually discuss it though until we're with each other. And then it's like, all right, nope, turn on the camera. Nope, just let's, just let whatever happens happen. So sometimes when it is a little bit more of like a heavier topic, we will do, you know, some more research on that. But um, and like when we have a guest come on and stuff like that. But at the same time, like especially when it's just us two, we think of the topic and then uh, we usually just say, all right, we'll start talking about it. And then we're like, nah, don't talk about it yet. Just turn on, just hit play, you know, um, and then we'll just start talking from there. Okay. I like the way you explain that. And uh, as I'm gonna swing it back to you right here, uh, but um, they they're one step ahead of us with that because you said y'all have a topic and then you hit the camera. Our show is just I don't know, turn it on and then it just it just happens and then what? next thing you know, yeah, just yeah, we don't. That doesn't raise y'all's like anxiety or nothing. No, um, if you see if you've seen not outside the interview some of the uh, goofy shit that we do, it would not uh, shock you yeah. that. Uh, we're just kind of sort of just going, you know. Right, but okay. No, that's but that's good though. But that's good though because yeah. it's real. It's real conversation. I think mm -hmm. when you start getting too scripted, it's okay to have questions. But when you start getting too scripted, that's when you find those like, all right, yo, when is this going to be over? You know, like mm -hmm. it's it's very hard to feel a person's personality when you're sticking yeah. to a script. So I love that y'all just. Yeah. Get on here and press go. Oh, right. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really truly whatever. Um, and again, you know, like I said, just to uh, reiterate, uh, that we're talking to the ladies from the Small Talk podcast. All right, Brittany and Asia. All right, so you can catch Small Talk anywhere you get podcasts. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, you can find them there. Make sure and follow them on Instagram at just underscore Small Talk. Easy. I got a couple of more for the ladies, but I want to swing it back to you, bro. You are now listening to the radio show. This is that knowledge you can't learn in college right here. Mm -hmm. Little news you can't refuse and hopefully not abuse, you know? We ain't doing nothing here but trying to help folks get their weather together, church. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kristen, you sound very pimp adjacent, and I like it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. I'll swing it back to you, brother. Okay. Uh, so, like, I mean, Asia, I know you said that you're, like, uh, you do, like, uh, like sessions with clients and that kind of stuff. Brittany, mm -hmm. I, 
do you do that in your role or you just it's kind of more just like leadership director yeah i do individual she, she already told you she come to get the kids as she come to get the kids. <laughs> that oh, too. okay well i just i'll just make sure i don't want to you know speak wrongly you know what i'm saying so like when the pandemic hit right like and like the world changed right like the medical field changed the way that we go to appointments go to sessions change right you go mm -hmm. from talking to folks in person to going virtually um did you did you did you ladies still enjoy the the virtual side of it would you have rather just seen your clients in person like what were what were your thoughts around the the time did the virtual work and you're just like you know what hey here's the zoom link we'll, we'll talk to you then you don't have to come into the office anymore I think Britt and I have two different opinions on this. Go ahead, Britt. Yeah. So fun fact, I have never seen any of my clients in person. Not one. Mm. Never. Um, I've always been telehealth. I've always I've always worked from home, even prior to the pandemic. I probably go into the office maybe once or twice a month. So I'm I'm very much like in my own space. But I will say that it's it hasn't always been like beneficial because I do enjoy kind of being in person, seeing people uh, face to face. I struggled at the beginning um, with getting people to, to open up at the beginning of COVID because we weren't in person and I had to like pull things out of them. And when you're not physically sitting in front of somebody, that can definitely be something hard to do. So you're kind of like or, or people. I love this. People love to get on the on the camera. Put, they got their finger in the camera. They all looking up their noses or the lights are off. I'm like, yo, turn the lights on. Are you okay over there? You know, lights are off. You're crying and sniffling. What's going on? Can you turn the lights on so I can see you? Let's process this. So it's very difficult when you do do this um, in a virtual space. But I am. I, I would say that I'm used to it because I've only done it in a virtual space. Yeah. Uh, Asia, I'll let you go. And then I was just going to say, like, I felt like, I feel like it's a little harder to read people virtually, but I don't know if like, you know, there's techniques for that or whatever the case may be, but. Yeah, um, nah, give me, I would prefer give me an office, have them come in, all the things. And I think, um, so I've done both, right? So I've had where there are some clients that I have never met in person, um, but, and those are like my adult clients, but the, the young adults and like the teenagers that I work with, especially because I'm in the trauma world, it's so much harder to get them to talk about their trauma. And it's easier for them to avoid talking about, you know, aspects of their trauma. And so um, where I used to be able to just say like, oh, you're not, you're not answering. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks. I'm coming to the house. I was a therapist. So I'm pulling up at the house. I'm doing therapy in the house, like in the home. I've had to do sessions in my car like outside of the house, like I was always a therapist that's like, no, I need to see, I need to lay eyes on you. I need to make sure you're good, your mama good, everybody's good, you know? And so yeah. the transition sometimes it's like, and even my clients that, that I've had to transition into telehealth, sometimes they have a hard time with that too because they're used to, in a crisis, I'm just gonna show up, you know? And so for them, it's like, miss, miss, like, you're not here, miss, miss, you know? Um, and so it's hard for them to navigate it too. But so I personally prefer um, being in the office, having them come in or me even going into the home, um, which a lot of people don't like going into the homes, but I'm like, sure. I put on some sneakers, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> put 
put the uh put the, the the shoe covers on there just to make sure <laughs> you know. absolutely that's cool 16 i can swing it back to you you are now listening to the radio show fair i haven't listened to a single beyonce album front to back there you go and that's my point. I, I hear it on the radio. I hear it on the radio. I'm not listening to Beyonce's fucking album cuts and trying to determine if that bitch is good. Because it ain't. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Yes, sir. All right. So, ladies, um, I got a couple more here for you. And then um, we got this little question game that we play with our um, guests here. We get into that and, um, you know, open you up. I mean, y'all already been wide open. We already broke some news between y'all anyway, but we're going to... You know, keep it, keep it moving in that aspect. <laughs> All right. So if we're going to bottom line what you were doing with Small Talk, you know, Brittany talked about how the last season that y'all had was kind of a, you know, it was, it you know, it had its ups and downs and everything. But where do you see this going for y'all? Like, what is the ultimate goal for Small Talk? What do you, what do you want to see come out of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the will oh. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I think I think for Britt and I, because um, we we talk about this a lot, actually, and we want to find ways to connect with people just outside, like the podcasting space. So so some people, they do like, you might have some pods that they do like merch, right? And different things like that. Britt and I, we were just working on different projects um, of how to merge like our therapeutic work, who we are as, as friends and sisters, and also, you know, just with just with the folks that we that we share the podcasting space with, folks that listen, folks that might never listen, right? But just trying to bring in some of the things that we do talk about um, into like the masses, if you will. Right, Britt? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a we have a lot of things cut out for 2024. We've been trying to push some some stuff. Oh my gosh, I don't even want to get into the long list of stuff that that we've been saying we were going to do and haven't done it yet. Um, But we do like, we really love collaborating with other people. And I think taking small talk to a space where we can collectively just continue to collaborate and build. um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I, I feel like, to be honest, the amount of Black people specifically that we've come across in their brains, if we all sat down and had a kumbaya moment, we could really take over the world. It is so shocking to me, like how smart and how like you, each person that we've spoken to brings a a different piece, something we may not have known, right? Like, so we're very strong over here, but maybe weak over here. And somebody that we're genuinely having a conversation with may say some things and I'm like, man, how can we collaborate and like move this in a space where we're all using our brains, but we're all like sitting at the table eating together. So we're still trying to to figure that part of it out. But um, like I said, in 2024, we're trying to roll out some things that are under construction. Hopefully they they flourish into something, um, but we, we plan on bigger and better, bigger and better in 2024. Let's say that. Nice. That is that is good to hear uh, from you guys because you know, like I said, it's a genuine conversation. It it shows, so it's good that you know we gotta keep y'all motivated, keep doing it. You know, of course, you gotta keep that going. So one last thing here, and then we got uh, we're gonna get into our game here is that 
we cover a lot of information in a short period of time and sometimes things get glossed over so do you have anything i mean you sort of was mentioning it, Brittany, but you guys got anything upcoming that you want to give voice to maybe a highlight a spotlight an episode from the season just anything that you want to give voice to that maybe we didn't spend a lot of time on if y'all want to go ahead and speak to that now please sure i i i um i can't pick a favorite episode because i i I genuinely love them all. Um, I and I thinking back, I'm I was actually listening to them today on the way home from um, a quick trip to Orlando, and I just genuinely love each and every one of them. They bring their own different piece, so I'll let Asia do that part of it. But next year we are um, doing the podcast party with Millennials versus the World. They started it. It's great. It's a live show, um, authenticity and entertainment is catchphrase slogan for millennials versus the world but what they do is we all sit down monday night crew last name loyalty we sit down um, we invite any and everybody to come out it's a black tumblr event you, you fill up on your drinks you listen you laugh you joke you it's very interactive the crowd gets involved um there's a, a host of of topics that come out of it so that is I believe June of next year is the first one, and we may kick off the second one in September. There's definitely two different ones that we do, beginning and the end of the of the year. Nice. Yeah, I love any 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 of our hot seat episodes or this or that. I just think that they're they're so funny. Like. I love, like, I love, and I don't know if y'all could pick up on this, but I'm the goofball. I'm, I'm quirky and I love it. And I think when we have like our this or that episode specifically, we just tend to have, like, you don't know, we don't know, we don't know what's coming. We don't know what's happening in, the, in those episodes, but it's happening and we're going with it. And so, um, and Brittany usually will have like some wild ones. Um, <laughs> And I don't know, it's just, it's just like a good time. And I feel like sometimes it's good when you listen to a podcast and it's good when you can get information, right? And you're being educated on certain things and it's like intellectual, but it's also dope when it when you're like cracking up in your car. Like, what are they talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they saying right now? Um, and so I find that those are, those are the episodes that I'm like, what? What were we thinking? But this works. Uh, that's, th those are the ones that those are the ones that do that um we can speak to that where we had an entire argument on uh the what was the better cookie oatmeal raisin or chocolate chip it's a hardcore argument for 45 minutes of us just no you're wrong no you're wrong those oh, are the ones those are the ones you just never know still on the wrong side of that don't, movie, just, don't start with me man because it's wait, wait, wait. just going can i just wait yeah right uh um, who chose which? well uh well uh, the right answer uh, I'm on the right side of history. Chocolate chip, you know, that's that's the answer. Um, that, unfortunately, that's not, that's not unfortunately the answer. for my brother and some of the other folks on the show, they were arguing me hard down about oatmeal raisin, which I had to stand up for America. No, <laughs> I don't listen. Uh, it's questionable whether or not America even want us here, dog. So why are you talking about America's cooking <laughs> All right. Look, look, it ain't, look we ain't got to get all deep tonight. All right. We like, don't. You know, because you already starting to get me riled up with this one already, and we don't. Want I mean, that, I mean, right? I'm just saying. To... Clearly, I have the two ladies on my side, as you can tell by their reaction. I don't, I don't know. Not necessarily. Well, they might just be laughing at the fact look, that you're look dead look, wrong. I don't Brittany know. in Asia, if they bite into an oatmeal raisin cookie thinking it's chocolate chip, they're upset when they find out it's oatmeal raisin. Okay, they're normal. Okay, that's that's the right way you need to respond to that. You know what? 
Are you really, you go, I'm calling dad, man. I'm calling dad. That's that's unnecessary. <laughs> I know it's unnecessary. You know what? I want to text dad right now and see where he is on the <laughs> oh, you know what? He probably gonna be on the wrong side of it too, because y'all just love that nonsense. But anyway, my while well, my brother is attempting to get somebody to I'm scared to be text on his side of the call and I'm not trying Oh to no, talk. we don't want that. You know, he'll do that boomer shit. We don't <laughs> oh. want it. Just leave it be. All right. I'll I'll, I'll wait till after the show. Please, I'll please keep you ladies. You are now listening to the radio show. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. So now what we got coming here is uh, we got a little game on here that we call Don't At Me. It's similar to what y'all do with yeah, this or that. this or that. It's similar to this or that. Um, I have some diabolical questions that I have come up with myself that um, give you some choices on, you know, decision-making, things of that nature. But when you get your answer, you got to say Don't At Me, like we on Instagram. Like, hey, who's better, LeBron or Michael Jordan? If you like LeBron, you'd be like, hey, it's LeBron, Don't At Me. So that's how you just say Don't At Me after your answer. That's, that's okay. the gist of Hey, good job right. with that. I did all right. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah, you just you yeah. just be quiet, man. We you, you're talking chips. I was just trying to give you kudos. It looked like you practiced in the mirror. You like you got it. Go. <laughs> proud of you. I, I love you, man. I really do. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's... Oh, his siblings. You know, I love you, man. I, I do. It. I love it. I love it. All right. So we're gonna get into the first one here. So Asia, I'm gonna start with you on this one. All right. What is the one streaming service that you cannot do without? Um, Hulu, don't at me. All right, good choice. All right, Brittany, gonna swing it to you. What is the one streaming service that you cannot do without? I would say Netflix, don't at me. At those prices, it's a good answer because Netflix is expensive. They better have something to watch. That's $20? $20? They tripping, man. Ridiculous, yes. man. It's ridiculous. Yes, man. Um, what's your favorite streamer that you, you just can't do without it, man? Man, this is random, but like, man, Peacock, bro. Like, I like Peacock. Peacock is clutch. <laughs> Peacock really? is clutch. Yes. Like, it's clutch. They have so much crap. Yeah, it's between there mm-hmm. and that and HBO Max. But you know what? I think, yeah, yeah, it's Peacock. Don't have me. Alright, so because HBO Max now has sports, so they're trying to you know speaking to my spirit there, but you know. So we put our heads together because I almost forgot it for a second. Cause when Asia said Hulu, I'm like, yeah, Hulu, Hulu got gang, you know, you just want to watch Family Guy or whatever. But it's Peacock. And because I'm a pro wrestling fan, they got all the wrestling on there, so that one sells it for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it wasn't Peacock, it'd be Hulu, but we're gonna go with Peacock on that one. Don't add. All right, so we're going to go to the next one here. Uh, Brittany, we'll start with you on this one. All right. What is something that you keep in your car just in case? Ooh. Uh, fork. Don't at me. Whoa. Wait, <laughs> I need, need follow-up there. Whoa. Yeah, nice. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. okay, nice. I will Thank at you. you. I will yeah. at you. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, come out. I, I need yeah. a follow up here. <laughs> yeah. A fork, y'all. Y'all never like ordered food and couldn't. They didn't give you the right utensils, or you was hungry. You needed to eat it right then and there. No, I mean, that's just me. Oh my god, I'm showing my greedy side. Yes, I am a foodie. 
Oh, I am too, but yeah. Don't Brittany, don't feel bad. This is the fattest. What this show that you're on right now is the fattest show in America. I just told you we just argued for 30 minutes about cookies, and we also have a food review segment. So this is yeah, the fattest you, show in America. So you're, than us, like, you're at home. Come on, okay. come on in, have a seat. Bring your fork. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we won't ask you on that one, or maybe we will. I don't know. So, Asia, um, what is something that you keep in your car just in case? You keep a spoon in yours, maybe? Is that like? No, mine is worse. I have a, um, a survival bag. Don't at me. How big we talking? <laughs> like, like, no, I... like pouch, handbag. No, no. Like full blown arm bag. <laughs> I can't survive with a handbag. <laughs> I mean, you could. Like, like that. That's what I'm trying to get to. Let's let's let's, let's no, get on down no, like there. No, no. It's a it's a bigger backpack that has additional clothes and shoes. And um, I also have cash in there because you literally never know. You just never know. Ace got her a Y2K bag. Man. Yeah, it's because so I have this irrational. That was my fear. I'll, I'll my fear was that it was this big ass army bag that you see like <laughs> hiking with. No, it used to be it used to be a duffel bag, but I changed it. Um only because my friends started to see it and then I was getting made fun of because I have this irrational fear that in the middle of the night, something is going to try to attack me. I have no choice, but I have to escape. All I have is my car. I need things in the car to get me to where I need to go. Yeah, you're not being efficient though, because see, Brittany got the right idea. See, she could eat or she could just take it out and take out somebody who's trying to get her. The fork has dual usage to it. (laughs) Easy, man. What is something that you keep in your car just in case? Man, I don't even want to answer this question because like, I should have went first because these two answers were way better than whatever the hell I'm about to say. Because like my shit is not. I mean, I guess it's not essential. Like, like for me, it's like a little thing of lotion, bro. Like you ain't about to catch me ashy in these streets, bro. Like, yeah, no, that's that's very important. That's yeah. good. Like you know, you look down, it's like ah shit, my ankle a little ashy. Damn, right, let me get the I'm gonna. <laughs> Before I walk in the public, make sure I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that—that's my irrational fear. Asia over here, like the Walking Dead. Like I maybe I maybe I need to change the way I'm looking at stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, like that—that that part. All right, no, that, here I am worried about like lip balm and lotion, and she's like, you know what? When's the apocalypse gonna happen? I gotta be ready. I need to look. I need to reconsider some stuff. So I appreciate you, Asia. Like I gotta. I gotta look at some things differently. <laughs> no, lotion is great though. Lotion, I think, is a really, really good choice. Yeah, and, as you know, I'm gonna have to agree with you that their answers were way better, and we probably should have went first. Because uh, mine is just it's hand sanitizer. I keep some in my pocket, but I also keep some in the car too, just in case. Because you just never know when you're gonna need someone. If you forget the one that's in your pocket, you need some anyway. Because yeah, ain't nobody got time for not having no hand sanitizer. Yeah. Post COVID, pre COVID, no COVID, whatever. Do you do you have some in your car? I do. <laughs> okay, I figured it makes sense, right? Well, she got to clean up her hands before she. Well, that's exactly. You gotta you gotta wash your hands, if you will, yeah. before you before grab some pork at the car and eat your. You, you got know. it. <laughs> you got it. This pork is gonna live okay. in for me. One more question before we get to the six things next one. Yes. Yes. Who who's the restaurant that hurt you? They 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 forgot your fork one too many times, and you said, "You know what? Damn it! I'm keeping these forks with me because they're not gonna do this to me again. The food's too good. I gotta keep going back." But you know, oh somebody did it one too many times for you. I just I gotta know. 
Was yeah, it Panda it, Express? Because they like to do that sometimes. I just, you know, just it was it it wasn't Panda Express. It was I'm a I'm a fan of. Um, do you guys have a Cheddar's in your area? Yeah, yeah, Cheddar's. Yeah, I'm a I'm a takeout Cheddar's Chili's girl, and they always forget my utensils. Always. Yeah, and I the, like to. But those with those uh good prices, you know, sometimes you got to take the L on some things. So. <laughs> <laughs> she says she says she's been scoring one too many. All right, <laughs> so, um, we're gonna roll into the next one here. So Asia, we'll go with you on this one. All right. So what is something that you refuse to touch with your hand? Something that I refuse to touch with my hand, like my bare hand. Like I mm-hmm. can have gloves on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, chicken. Like, like chicken. I hear that one a lot. Oh, it's like, no, but Cornish hens, specifically Cornish hens. It's the skin on it, right? It makes you feel like. No, oddly enough, it's because this is so embarrassing. It's because of the Cornish hen. I feel like I have to when I hold it up, right? I feel like I'm looking at it like a little baby chicken. A baby, yeah. And I, I, feel like just, and I feel get so freaked out, and I feel like I'm just touching this like this creature, and I get yeah. So it's cornishing. Don't at me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Brittany. Um, what is something that you refuse to touch with your hands? Um. Believe it or not, I don't like to touch, uh, what is it called? The handle of a, <laughs> this is specific, of a gas pump. Oh, yeah. I, to I, hell I, with that. Me. I don't, yeah. I don't like touching. I always use <laughs> with, with my fork and napkin. I always use something like the napkin, seriously, to, to, to hold the, the handle. It, it's just about one of the hideous things you could ever touch in your life. You're absolutely correct. Is what is something that you refuse to touch with your hand? Yeah, um, I mean, for me, it's just like lawn equipment, so like weed eaters or just stuff like that. Like, I, the, I just can't touch that with my bare hands. Them, them shits be fucking up your hands and stuff. I just uh, <laughs> no safe, you know, no germs or anything like that. It's just I'm not trying to have a bunch of blisters on my hand. Sorry, you got you. Don't have well, you got the lotion in your car to help moisturize that just in case. So, no. yeah, well, you know, the, those blisters, you know, the lotion can only do so much for water no, blisters and those things. No, ju- no judgment whatsoever. All right, what's something I refuse to touch with my hands? I mean, Brittany already gave the answer right here, man. I ain't touching no gas pump, bro. I keep gloves in my car because of that, man. Ain't no, it's not happening. I, I haven't touched a gas pump since I, I can't, it's been years. I ain't, I'm, no way. What's no the point way. of hand sanitizer in your car then? You got to be double careful, bro. Stuff, other stuff can get out here to get you, man. It's flu season and whatnot. Right. You can't be more careful. You know, I'm going to get like Asia. I'm going to give me a big ass backpack full of essentials <laughs> and I'm going to have a flashlight and all that stuff. It's coming. Just wait. All right, ladies. We got two more here for you. Um, Brittany, we'll go with you on this one. All right. What is a store that you just refuse to shop at? Like, I, I don't do that. I ain't going. Ooh. Um, a store that I refuse to shop at? That's a good question. I don't know. So I, I mean, we have different. There's a specific grocery store down here. Um, it's Winn Dixie. I, don't know I was just about to say. Are you about to say Harvest or Winn Dixie? Yeah, Winn Dixie. Yeah, Dixie though. Yeah. Nope, can't do it. Um, it's very much not for me. It's dirty. 
all of them every last one that i've been in it's super dirty never clean it just i feel like bugs or something's gonna crawl across my feet there uh, i just have a hard time going into that store so that i i stay away from any winn dixie in the area all right we're not gonna ask you on that we know about uh oh, don't at me. <laughs> yeah we know about that asia what is the store you refuse to shop at this is really tough i don't know um stores that i refuse to shop at I don't know. There's a store that I won't I won't stop at anymore, and that's Piggly Wiggly. Okay, oh, that's another go. one on the list. We know about Piggly Wiggly. Usually, Piggly Wiggly is in the ghetto, and uh, yeah, I didn't even know that there. it really existed. Oh, it's a real I thing. It, I was like, oh. oh, it's a thing. It's a it's real a thing. thing. <laughs> There's a reason why they always have uh, sales on meat. So you know, oh, do it no. that what you will. Asia looked like she ate a lemon when she said that to her face. She's just like, oh, hell no, I ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> What's a store that you refuse to shop at? Man, Family Dollar, bro. Don't at me. There's, one, there's always one person in the store. It always smells like weeds and terrible locations. The music they be playing is like fucking Boosie Uncensored, which is not a problem. <laughs> not, not bad at all. It's great for the car or wherever. Um, I'm just not trying to listen to that when I'm trying to shop. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to go in there for three or four things, and I gotta wait 30 minutes to check out because you gotta unload the truck or check in the vendor. So, like, hard pass on Family Dollar. That sounded very per uh, personal, and I'm with y'all. Even though Family Guy been there for your ass before, though, but I got you, though. I understand. All right. Uh, Let's see. So, a store I refuse to shop at. This is a simple, easy answer. It's Walmart. I was just about to say, you about to say Walmart. Going in there. All right. Now I got Walmart Plus. They can come. They can come bring it to me. But I ain't setting foot in one of them. I hate the parking, especially my location. I hate everything about it. As soon as I walk in there, I'm in a bad mood. I could be happy. I could have just won the lottery. And I walk in Walmart. <laughs> immediate bad mood. What's the nearest one to you? Is it East West Connector? It is. That man, man that's a terrible location. Man, fuck man. that place, man. I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> man, that, that location is absolutely terrible, bro. Like, I, I'm I'm not it's about to get down. It's the worst. There, moment moment you pull up in the parking lot, you just questioning like that location so much. Yeah. You like, do I really need to be in here? Do I really need this? Yes, don't at me. It's it's or maybe it's just this particular Walmart, but I ain't going in there. They can bring nah, it to me, but I ain't going in there. All the ones in Atlanta are ratchet, bro. Like, forget them all. <laughs> all right. Man, man, I brought my mom to one out here, dude. <laughs> and she looked at me with the most sternest face. Like I was back, like I was in trouble. Like I was 18 again or some shit. And she said, Don't you ever bring me to this raggedy store again. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I'm in trouble. Like she said that with oof. She know what she's talking mom about. Meant for real like no no thanks good on that one. all right so ladies we got the last one here for you all right um all right so Brittany, i'm gonna go with you on this one all right what is a restaurant that when it's good man that shit is good but when it's bad it's real bad oh i would have to say any sushi spot mm. it's hit or miss either it's real good specifically sushi sake down here in miami but when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's like, yeah, I'll just push it to the side and, and figure something else out for dinner. She said that without hesitation. <laughs> it came right off. Yeah. All right. Asia, what is a, a restaurant for you? When it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's bad. 
You know, I'm gonna say um, Chili's. Chili's for me is it's like a hit or a miss. Either it's like really good, the Chipotle honey chicken crispers are bomb, or did you clean that part? They're not. They're they're just not it that day. Yeah, I'm gonna say Chili's. Don't at me. Wouldn't dare. Is what's up, man? Um, what's the restaurant? When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad, man. 16, I got two for you, buddy. Um, one is Popeyes, because when that shit is hitting, it's hitting. And it's hitting. That shit jamming, like bro. it in the world. Yep. But man, when that shit's missing, bro, I'm mad. Because I was yeah. sure looking forward to that good version of Popeyes, and you giving me this. Oh, man. If, even if they got the piece that you want, because you know, it's if you don't, even if they got chicken or not. Man, they always running out of stuff. You know, like, like give me the Popeyes that's always hitting. And they don't know how to count. Like I ordered a three-piece tender, but you gave me five. Like I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the Popeyes I like. But like, man, them tenders that's been sitting under the light for too long. Or the yep. chicken. And the, just, the, yeah. the biscuit is questionable. All right. Yeah. So what's the? Uh, I'm interested to know the other one because the Popeyes I felt that one right here. I felt it. The right other here. one is Red Lobster because when that Ooh. one's hitting, it's hitting. Mm-hmm. But when it's not hidden, the crab legs taste like they've been just put in water with no butter or nothing in it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it'd be pissing me off because I'm like, these crab legs are the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you said something with that Popeye's on. It's hit or miss, man. All right, or you so pull up and they're out of chicken. Yeah, they're telling you as soon as you get in the drop, they're telling you all the things they don't have before you even got started. Like, Dan, can I talk first before you tell me everything you don't have? Man, right. I mean, I, I don't know if Burger King's on your list, but I went to Burger King the other day, and they said the broiler's down. So that basically meant no burgers, nothing. What? They should have closed for the day. Yeah, point. like, just, just close. Why they even open? Like, you know. No, nah, that's, that's too much. That's too much like right. Brittany, you need to go to this one that I, I believe that he's talking about. You need to go shut them down. I know that's not, you used to, you know, shut them, go, go shut them down. Tell them, hey, I got to take this. Get them out of here. Yeah, on my Uh-oh. way. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, the restaurant that's when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it's real bad. You know what? Chipotle. Because when Chipotle is hitting, when it's seasoned, everything is good, it's jamming. But man, when it's bad, it's bland, it's whack, you mad because you done spent a bunch of money and bought up a bunch of shit. It's Chipotle. Cause when it's on, it's on. When it ain't, it's not. Yeah, all. that rice been there all day, or the queso mm-hmm. dried. Right. Like, yeah, that. Good. You know that chicken that they cut a fatty piece up for you. It can go real left, real fast. <laughs> it's like it's like biting into a chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookie when all you want is an oatmeal raisin. <laughs> but it's whatever. It's whatever. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna tell you what's not whatever. That was playing. Don't at me with the ladies from the Small Talk podcast on the aftermath. They did a great job. They already almost know how to do it. It's like that this or that game they play on the podcast. So appreciate y'all humoring us with our nonsense. We appreciate that. Yeah, all right. So you are now listening to the radio show. Old people. People in general. Stop wearing them ignorant ass Bluetooth pieces in your ear. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. So, yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, ladies, um, this has been, um, you know, just a great conversation getting to know you guys, your story, what's behind the podcast, what's coming and all that. Um, We feel like, uh, you know, we made some more pod friends here and we got um, a thing that we do with collaborations called Bring a Friend Night where, um, you know, we collaborate with a bunch of pods and we basically they just come be cast members for the night we just wild out because that's what we do we wild out we don't have no preparation we just sort of go whatever's happening will happen so 
we could talk about maybe making that happen in the future. But um, if you take a look at the screen here, um, the information for Small Talk will be on the screen here. So again, Brittany and Asia, make sure and listen to them. Small Talk podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, you can find them. Search them on YouTube. Search for Small Talk, all right? You can see their lovely faces on their YouTube channel and then follow them on Instagram at just underscore small talk. So, ladies, um, again, thank you so much for the time. And we look forward to a further conversation with y'all in the future. Thank you. Yeah, you ladies definitely got to come back for Bring a Friend Night. Oh, of course. And and we already, (laughs) Asia, you already know. Season seven, y'all might be in the hot seat. I'm saying we put them in the hot seat. Hey, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here for the smoke. Bring, bring it's the smoke here. It's all good. As long as y'all got some oatmeal raisin cookies, we're good to go. We won't. We won't. We won't. We won't. I'm saying, I got Brittany, you. I got you. Brittany, thank you. Brittany got a fork for me to pick it up where I ain't got to touch it with my hands. I ain't got to use my hand sanitizer. We're good to go. But Jeez. I'm telling you, what's good to go is that, folks, I'm telling you, y'all need to be listening to the Small Talk podcast. Make sure and get caught up on all the seasons while they're taking a, a, you know, they're done with the season. But that don't mean you can't go and catch up. Binge listen. Binge watch. Go do it. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. All that stuff counts. Yes. All right. So we appreciate y'all, ladies. And uh, we look forward, like I said, to further conversation. Thank you. Likewise. You are now listening to the radio show. What do y'all think about the whole Tory Lane and August Alcina situation? Like, I was talking. I, wait, I'd have to know so, what the fuck it was to, to, to have an opinion about it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, easy. We're back here on Aftermath. We just got done talking to Brittany and Asia, Small Talk Podcast. Had a great chat with them. Played a little "Don't at Me." You know, it's feeling pretty good. How you feeling about the interview? Well, I'm just glad to know that they are both on the right side of the cookie debate. Um, they are Team Chocolate Chip Cookie. So, you know, that's all I needed to know about them from uh, this interview. So that lets me know that they're great people. So, looking forward to talking to to them again soon. Well, true enough, I, I am looking forward to talking to, to them again in the future. And also to have a moment to try to convince them that oatmeal raisin is really not that bad, okay? The streets told you about, you know, chocolate chip, blah, blah, blah. Oatmeal's where it's at. But we learned a lot about their podcast, their journey, where they're headed. It was a great conversation. And they are somebody or they are someone that, you know, you should be checking for. So if you take a look at the screen, the information for Brittany and Asia is on the screen right there. So Small Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to check them out. Search them on YouTube. Search for Small Talk, all right? Subscribe to their channel and follow them on Instagram at just underscore small talk the information is right there on the screen give them a like a follow a listen all that shit counts all right so make sure that you know you show them some love all right now as far as as far as the radio show atl goes if you want to be a guest on the radio show atl just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com or you can send us a text 678-800-1677 we look forward to hearing from you so again thanks so much to Brittany and asia small talk podcast make sure and binge watch all of their seasons up through season six while they, you know, re-up and get ready to come back hardcore in 2024. And then make sure when you've been listening and watching them, do the same with the radio show ATL, all right? We are the friend of the underground artists, all right? So, yes, man, it's always great hanging out with you, man, and it's always great to have conversations with two smart, beautiful queens like Brittany and Asia, all right? Absolutely, and make sure you check out their mixtape. Y'all heard it here first. It's coming out soon. All right. So we appreciate it. Thank you for listening and watching, and we will catch y'all next time. 
Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. <laughs>